Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Your Vibes Podcast. Everybody's got a vibe and a story to tell. Here's this one. I hope you enjoy. Cool. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Your Vibes Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Got an awesome guest today, uh, an entrepreneur, local rock star, DJ, family man, um, Mr. Zach Brooks, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Is this your first podcast? Have you done a podcast before? This is my second. Okay. Who was the first one with? Uh, oh gosh, they're gonna be so mad. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> right off the bat, put you on the spot. <laughs> it was a few years ago. Okay. Um. Oh man, I'd have to look it up. That's terrible. <laughs> it's uh oh the heck uh. Heck podcast. Okay, what, the, what it was called? Was that a local deal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I, I think it's called the Heck Podcast. Okay. I don't know if they're still making any episodes anymore. Uh, yeah, Heck Podcast. It got yeah, guys out of Dixon, John. Okay. Um, who uh, is another musician that I met when I was working at Mary's Music, and uh, him and his buddy had. I don't think they're. I don't know if they're streaming anymore right now, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, I did a podcast with them a few years ago. What was it kind of? Was it just the same platform or structure or what? Yeah, just kind of asking about me. Yeah, okay. two years ago. Yeah. Um, wow. But yeah, it was just kind of, yeah, give me an interview about my life and story and all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, that's been it's been a little while. Things have changed since then, for sure. So you got to brush up your resume for this Maybe one. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> cool. Well, again, yeah, thank you for coming on. I know you're busy and... Um, you know, we'll 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 be as kind of precise as possible on some things, but uh, would love to know and 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 let the listeners kind of know. Um, I'm sure they know who you are and where you're located and all that and and what your store is all about. But um, you know, maybe uh, maybe we could kind of dive in to, to your start as far as um, you know when your heart was filled with the drive to to uh, go towards music and and mm-hmm. that space and and then maybe kind of lead us up to where you are now. Yeah, uh, let's see. So, uh, originally I'm from Southern Illinois. I moved here in 2003 mm. to be closer to family. I always enjoyed rock music, different stuff. Always kind of had an inter- interest in wanting to play guitar, but there was really no need there, um, unless you were playing in your church. But other than that, you might be singing. I was in band, trumpet for a few years, but, you know, just to have something to do. But, um, yeah, we moved here in 2003, and where I came from, my sophomore class when I moved away, it was 30 kids, mm. moved to Dixon in like 2003. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like four or 500. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that was a little strange. I had a lot of time on my hands where I didn't, you didn't know anybody. So, you know, I got bored reading books, playing games, all that kind of stuff. So that Christmas 2003, I got a guitar mm. uh, from Mary's Music from my parents and started taking lessons. And uh, within two years... I think it was my my senior year. Um, I had been playing for quite a while. I really, I mean, I I loved. It. I spent probably two three hours almost every day playing guitar in high school <clears throat> up until my senior year, and I was about to probably move on. It was like right after Christmas of my senior year, and the guy who I was giving lessons for started getting too many students, and he was kind of not interested in teaching young kids anymore. He was more interested in teenagers, the young kids. He was just losing patience sure. with them. So, um, so I started teaching about pretty much right two years after I started playing when I was seventeen. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I had a couple younger brothers, so I was used to young kids, and he, he, they would come with me sometimes to lessons. So he knew I could be, you know, I could handle kids well. 
so yeah, that was 2006, like January of 06 when I started teaching. So I've been teaching for 15 years, wow. playing for 17. Um, so that's where I got my start, um, was working at Mary's Music. And then I did that for, I want to say, seven or eight years. I think she retired uh, 2013. Okay. When yeah, she closed. she was right. open for about 38 years. That's over there where the Dixon Restoration, Mallard yeah. Flooring, and all that is now. Okay. Yep, yep. Taught in the basement down there for... I guess that would have been seven, eight, yeah, eight years. Right at almost eight years. I think it was like seven and a half. Yeah, because it was um, July 1st is when I decided, well, I'm not going to try to teach out of my house or um, I just wanted something more professional. So I started my shop, opened July 1st over there by the overpass where Hensley Park is now, the country oh, club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brown building yeah. right there, right in the middle. I started there. Um, I mean, my main room, it was not much bigger than this conference room wow. uh, where the guitars were. But it was mainly just a vehicle just to continue to make sure I could keep teaching. Okay. Um, so you were selling out of there too? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I started a retail space. So I bought all of her like leftover um, retail stuff, just, you know, the stuff, the slat wall to hang guitars off of, the racks. Cool. Some of that stuff. A, few, a little bit of inventory, not a whole lot, but got a... $20,000 loan that was pretty hard to get being self-employed not a whole whole lot of income with lessons at the time I mean it was decent sure and I was single so you know but getting uh, I was able to uh, borrow 20 to get it going and uh, which was a struggle at first because that 20 went fast yeah <laughs> but the rent was very uh, inexpensive down there and this you know we're talking I think this July will mark our it'll be eight years open cool. this July so yeah the first couple years there was some, it was tough because I had to find time to run the store and then give lessons at night. Mm. So my wife and my, uh, at the time, girlfriend and, and my brother, they helped me out at night working so I could give While lessons. While you were giving lessons yeah. around the store. And I'd say back then I probably had a good 20, 20, 25 students probably at the time. And it fluctuates depending on the time of the year. Sure. Um, after Christmas, we get big numbers. Summers, it drops off. School starts back up. You get some, start up again. But it took a, a good seven years just to get up to that number of 2025 because that first few years of teaching at Mary's, it's just, well, now I was splitting it with the other teacher too. Mm. So he'd get some and then I'd get the little kid whenever that would happen. So that was the first few years. I had a, plenty of other jobs where I worked at Sonic, Arby's, Cracker Barrel. You know, uh, Loveless Cafe was the one that broke, the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> what happened over <laughs> well, there? Well, I was, I was just the bus boy. Okay. So everybody was working at Cracker Barrel. I'll make it short, but. We were all serving at Cracker Barrel, and a lot of them were leaving to go to Lovis Cafe. There were some openings, and they were like, man, we're making double, triple, because it was a tourist destination. Oh, yeah. Then they were at the Dixon Cracker Barrel. Right. Because, I mean, depending on your shift at Dixon Cracker Barrel, people can just sit there for a long time after church, and it's mm -hmm. not a lot of turnover rate, and tips are depending on who's in there. But the Lovis Cafe is just the destination. And by the time I decided, okay, I'm going to jump on the wagon over there, they were out of spots. They're like, well, come in on a, as a busboy. You get like part of the tips at the end of the night, like a percentage. I did it for like three weeks. I'm like, peace. I'm out. It was killing my and back. some southern it food would, to it, be cleaning up too, and It was man. just one, like one busboy for the whole restaurant. Oh my gosh. Most of the time because somebody would call out. And it was just, it's too, it was too much, man. Mm -hmm. I just, it wasn't for me. And I was like, uh, you know, any openings happening for the servers? No, nobody wanted to leave their jobs, you know, sure. and they were making banks, so. Anyway, that was the one I was like, okay, I'm doing music full-time. Cool. So at that same time, I was probably a couple of years into teaching, I started playing with bands as well. Just cover bands, 
you know, just making some money on the weekends. Um, I think I've done that since I was right at 19, 20, I think is when I started um, playing, with, you know, just classic rock bands, okay. 90s rock bands. Weddings and stuff? or I mean, what had Well, the go? first band was mainly West Tennessee. Couldn't get a gig in Dixon. It was the, they were based out of Waverly, okay. McEwen. Okay. So we played a lot at, of dives okay. west of here, which we had a lot of fun, but sure. we seen some things. That was pretty wild. A <laughs> um, couple of you know, barroom fights that uh-huh. led outside and... I would be, uh, I won't name any places, but there would be one where I was like 19. You're not supposed to be in there unless you're 21. You're like, cops show up. You got to go out the back sure. door. <laughs> Run. Wait until we say <laughs> come back in. Um, you know, it was just funny. I mean, I didn't even know what was really going on. I was just, oh, this is fun. New yeah. stuff. Man, I look back at it now. I'm like, man, it's so sketchy. Sure. But um, did that for a couple of years with a couple of different groups. I mean, great musicians. Um, I was always like the young guy in the group, and they were all, you know, uh, Highly trained musicians. They were really good at the crafts. But anyway, and then I met some guys around here that were, while working at Mary's, are more my age and started playing around here. Um, there was a band called The Crush. Okay. Um, got into writing with those guys. We had a little thing called Broadside for a while. That was the last band I was in where we actually wrote music and were releasing EPs and stuff like that. Um, and they had a cover band called The Crush, and I joined that, and they would play all over Dixon, just all the you know nightclubs around here and bars and making pretty good money and um i and that i mean that was back in like uh 2010 2011 when i joined them and uh to this day i still play with the singer from that group jonathan mays jay mays, jay so mays yeah okay so jay mays and zebro is okay. the group yep. that i mainly play with now um and that's jay mays from that so me and him have been playing jay mays and zebro i think this is our 11th year wow. doing it and we play a lot in I mean, we can get to that yeah, eventually, yeah. but yeah, we it's a we've kept moving more east instead of west. Okay, but Nashville playing in that kind of that market, like the west side of Nashville. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so I started the um, shop in 2013, July the first, and uh, yeah, the first year or so, I was just. It's crazy. You just don't know if what's going to happen. They always mm-hmm. say your first four or five years that you're growing, you're you know you might not make anything. You know you might just break even depending mm-hmm. on what you do, and that's such a special specialized retail. Yeah. You know it's just one specific thing. I mean instruments, accessories that go with those instruments, and lessons. Um. So I did that about two years there, and then we moved into the old Chase building, on College, uh, where the radio station used to be. Okay. Like in the '60s and '70s, I think mm-hmm. that's what it was originally built for. I'm pretty sure. Whereas the radio station, and the reason we made that move is because I had teachers contacting me wanting to teach. Well, that that first space had one tiny little office that I was crammed in mm-hmm. giving lessons. So I had a like a drum, violin, and piano teacher that wanted to come on. So uh, instead of just me teaching, we had four different people. So we moved down there, and we were there for a few years. Um, on on college, which we got, I I guess we get a little bit more traffic, but most people driving past college, they're not. There's not a lot of shopping on college. We right. got a, a few things, you know. You get down to Justin's Barbecue, mm-hmm. and you got the flower shop was right next to us. But as far as like walk-in traffic, not a whole lot. Um, but we were able to grow with the lessons and carry a little bit more on the on the retail side. It was a little bit bigger, and then let's see. I think it was May, about three years ago. This coming May will be three years. We have been downtown on Main Street. 
and I rented that building from Dan and Sharon Smith, who own okay. House of Brews and mm-hmm. the Dixon Athletic Club when it was there. And uh, they showed me that space. It was a dress shop before, but it was huge. Huge ceilings and all that stuff. And it was the first time when we actually moved in there, it actually felt like, okay, it's a music store. I can actually show stuff off. It's not all crammed in little corners. I had to make little paths to get around and see stuff. So I was actually like, okay, this is like on par with Mary's finally. It took, you know, five years. Sure. But, um, and man, that was the best decision we ever made as far as being downtown the amount of walk-in traffic we get every day just people getting coffee hey let's pop in Mm -hmm. oh you know we've got guitars and records in the window that's another thing we expanded into vinyl records and like apparel like t-shirts with different cool artists on it so you get people coming there that not musicians but they got something they can look at maybe purchase um and we've expanded on the on on the vinyl record side it's been nuts the last year yeah, that's really making a comeback, man. It has been for like the last 10 years, little by little. I know they said like last year or the year before, vinyl outsold like CDs and tapes and all that for the first time since like the 80s. Right. Um, but that doesn't account for resale. Like if you go to McKay's, mm. a lot of those purchases, that's not what they're... They're talking about new records, like pressed, okay. printed, sold at a record store. Mm. I mean, the amount of people buying just used secondhand stuff is just unbelievable Mm -hmm. i mean just two weeks ago two three weeks ago i think i bought in about two thousand records wow and we're still going through and trying to price them but every day where'd you get them uh well people bring them in okay sometimes i'll just bring in boxes full and uh just trying to make you know get rid of stuff and uh then i come across a guy that has his own business here in town and i purchased about probably a thousand or twelve hundred from him okay he he hauls away stuff that people don't want he'll Mm. call him up he comes and picks it up and he gathered quite a bit of stuff. So I went and got that from him. We've been pri- going through it and pricing it about anywhere from 30 to 50 records a day. But it takes a while because you have to grade them. You go through the record. Okay, there's this many scratches. It's on a scale from one to six, you know, mm. the quality. Same thing with the jacket it's in mm. and all that stuff, the sleeve. So so are you having to get online and look at comparables? Yeah, like e- wow. eBay and there's another company called Disc. Disc Ogs, D I S C O G S. Okay. And that, those are about the only two websites where you can go and compare, like, what are people getting for these things? You can get on eBay, but the, I just like the format of Disc Ogs. There was another one. They it's, they shut that website down that was really nice. But anyway, Disc Ogs, we get on there and you have to go, okay, I'd say this one out of one to five, this is a three. Then I get on there and see what the those are selling for. Mm. But it's not just that's the sleeve and everything, so it's very tough to, uh, yeah. to nail down an exact price. Especially with that many records. <laughs> and most of them, they're a dollar record, something you've never heard of before. Or it could be a Johnny Cash one, but it's in rough shape, so it's mm. worth a couple bucks. Or if it's in mint shape, who knows? Some of them, it's ridiculous. We got a Pink Floyd one the other day. It has a, it's clear blue. Oh, it's like wow. one of their albums from the 90s. It's in mint condition. And it sells for about 140 bucks. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> and then, like, we had a uh, customer bring in a couple weeks ago some ACDC records that have never been opened from the 70s, sealed, hmm. and a few other bands. And it's just like, wow, it's, it's crazy. And that, they're super valuable if you can find those. Right. But it's just crazy. So, yeah, we, we have to, it takes time because people, you know, some people come in and they're like, hey, how much can I get for these records? I know some of these are big names. I'm like, well, it just takes time. I mean, if you want to get like an appraisal, we, you can, you know, we'll we'll take the time. But it'll cost you. But it'll take the time because I mean, it takes. I got the employees working for me now. That's what they're doing every day is just going through these records and trying to price them and get them out so people can dig through them. Wow! But it takes it takes quite a bit of time. Yeah, well, and you don't want to you don't want to price it wrong and have it just sit yeah. there forever. So yeah, you do absolutely. the work on the front end and 
yeah, people come in and they'll buy huge bulk amounts and I'll, I'll hook them up, sure. give them a deal, you know, sure. whatever. But that right now, um, this year has been a strange year with, with COVID last year. I wasn't sure. We were shut down for pretty much all of April and um, <clears throat> did all of our lessons online, which okay. was strange. First time for you having to do that? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I may have done one, one off before, I don't remember, but everybody being online, that was quite a challenge, Mm. trying to get that figured out. Because at this point, I I hover between 50 and 60 students a week. Oh, wow. um, Is, uh, and they're all one-on-one lessons, they're not group lessons, so there's lots of great places to take lessons in Dixon. You've got Renaissance Center, you've got the Quest Center. And you have our shop. I think that's the main three that people use. We just do the one thing that where we stand out a little different. They're all great. I'm just glad that there's chances for anybody to find it in different ways. Um, where we stand out a little different. We have the private lessons. They're the one-on-one lessons. Uh, we don't do group. Um, I started in group lessons when I first mm-hmm. started playing guitar and had a bad experience. Just what the teachers fault is just you go at the pace of the slowest student. Mm-hmm. And this class had adults all the way to I think a seven-year-old girl, whatever you know. And I was so excited about learning. I already had half the book learned from the teacher before I stepped in the door. And here we are, all right, page one, and that's all we did for two weeks. It's like, get, get me out. I had my parents, I'm like, please, can we get to private lessons? So I will do siblings and father, son, yeah. or you know, parents and kids. I'll, I will do those together. But big groups, we just don't offer that. So you're getting all of my attention for that half hour. And we're just month to month. So, you know, if a kid, this is the thing, if you sign up for a semester, you're committed. You wrote that check for however much a semester costs. You're, you're committed. Um, and now, yes, it does take several months for me to determine, are you getting the hang of this? Mm. You can't just take one lesson and go, and you come back the next week, well, I don't think this is for me. Yeah. you got you to put some time in and try. And I've seen people where they struggled for six months, and then all of a sudden, it clicked. There it is. And they're like, ah, oh, it makes sense. My fingers are doing it now. Everybody's different. There's not one path. Everybody asks me, how long is it going to take me to learn? Well, <laughs> How much are you going to put into it? And I mean, there is some natural talent to yeah. it with, with your hands being able to coordinate things, but anybody can learn. I think my oldest student was almost 90, cool. and he had really bad arthritis, but we tuned his guitar to open tuning, which means you can strum the guitar and it's already a chord. Mm. So then all you got to do is flat finger. So mm-hmm. that's A, and then just lay one finger down, that's B, mm-hmm. whatever, and move it around. And he had a kit. He was he rocking out. He was I bet he loved sound, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could do that. We, you play a little bit of the same tuning. You can do that with slide, where you play slide guitar. Mm. He had a blast with it. <laughs> so, um, and we usually start around seven years old is you know the age we usually start. But anyway, the the benefits is you get you get that one on one. If you take for a month and you just hate it, I'm not going to force you to keep playing. I don't I don't want to teach you either if you're not really into it. I'd rather you know you be super into it. But the semester. Uh, you can quit, but you're probably out that money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, or, or you know, um, you're doing group lessons, and it's just a slow build. Maybe cheaper, but it's a slower build to get you there. So that student that might have the potential to really pick it up really fast, it might take them much longer. But, you know, it's more affordable maybe that way, so it works out better for them. But it just, there's a lot of options out there. But that's okay. where, we, where we pride our lessons is, you know, you're getting that one-on-one with the teacher. It's month-to-month. I do say, you know, give yourself at least three months to give it a try to see if it's really happening. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's that's kind of where we stand out a little different on our lessons. Cool. But there's nothing wrong with. I mean, I think it's great the kids go to Renaissance Center or Quest Center. I think it's great that there's there's just multiple options and there's that many more kids. I know the Quest Center works with a lot of schools. They'll go yeah. to the schools and introduce it. I've had students have that have they started that way and they're like, we really like this. We want to get in with a teacher one on one. And I've you know, 
and kind of goes around. And I've had students that start with me, and they want to take it a little slower with a group, and they go quest. And it's great all, all the way around. So. There's something for everybody, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So cool. it's really neat. And now, when we move downtown, we expanded even more to more teachers. We, when you walk in our shop, I think it's about three thousand square feet downstairs. Okay. There's that much upstairs too, almost. Oh and wow. Huge. I mean, each room is at least about this size. And then I've got an office overlooking Main Street, which is really cool. Mm. Um, versus when I was in Mary's, I was in a basement for <laughs> seven years. No windows. Locked in the basement. You didn't yeah. know. It could be midwinter snow out there. It could be bright, sunny day like right now. I didn't know the difference. It always looked like that in my room. So it's kind of, it was nice to have those windows. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. Um, you know, last year was a little strange, but, you know, people still went out and supported small businesses if yep. they could. Mm-hmm. So our, our sales were still good. Um, you know, we, we were taken care of, Dan Sharon, make sure that we were taken care of while we were closed. You know, they worked with us to make sure we were comfortable and, you know, everybody kind of looking out for everybody. Good. And then, you know, things starting to get back to a little bit back to normal now. And we've had some, some good numbers the last few months of people just getting out and spending their stimulus money. I think maybe their tax returns a little bit, just wanting to take up lessons or buy a record player, you know, different things, but things are good right now good good yeah Uh, good good improvement yeah and and so you've kind of you've you've been around the world a little bit with this whole journey you know and um uh how and i'm I'm sure and we'll kind of dive a little bit into some details before we get you know too far away from it uh this covid deal I've, i've heard some 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 good stories kind of come out of it as far as um obviously what you said um, and I've said this a lot as far as how well the local community really supported the local businesses. Um, did you see a lot of um, people who, you know, obviously they were restricted in social activities who um, got the bright idea to want to take guitar lessons? I mean, was there a big influx in, in new um, kind of lessened students, you know, after? Or? You know, there was, it was kind of both. We had some people interested I will say it is very hard to start lessons not being in person and me just being like, I can point right there, like finger here, Mm -hmm. you know, that finger needs to go there or move this and they can see me. It's tough because you get that lag with online, but Mm. you had, I had some sign up, I had some stop because it was just too difficult. They weren't able to get everything out of that. Um, But we, and we only did that for a few months. Um, And then I still have some lessons that are online, some, and most are back in person. But, um, yeah, I had some, I'll tell you what, I did have a lot of influx of people wanting to do podcasts or oh, home recording. Okay. If I would have been more prepared, I had no idea because we were closed for a month in April. When we did reopen in May, like the little interfaces, hmm. just to plug a microphone into a computer. Mm-hmm. I should have bought a hundred of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thought the same thing because you could literally get online and you could not find them anywhere. Wow. Um, my distributors didn't have them, hmm. even to the most expensive, to the cheap ones. So a lot of people wanting to just... They had a lot of free time in their hands, so start a podcast mm-hmm. or do some home recording or different things. Uh, that that was big. Uh, we sold out of everything we had. Well, uh, and then it was hard. I mean, you discussed about sure. stuff, certain things. Yep. It just wasn't able to get it. You yep. know, it wasn't there. They were out of stock on certain stuff. So huge influx on that. But the lesson side, it kind of took a. I'd say it took more of a hit than a gain. Okay. Than anything. Just because we had a lot, just like, well, we'll wait until things change and come back. Because it's just so hard to start over the, it's just, and you get that lag sometimes. And But, I mean, we came out of it, and people were coming right back. And so, 
uh, it's still been good. We've been still growing with lessons every year, watching the numbers. It's still, we've had growth every year. But I, like different businesses downtown, like, you know, everybody going down, even though you couldn't go eat somewhere, you go get in line and get it to go. Yep. You know, ginger hibachi, going down there to House of Brews, getting food to go, Lugos, yep. whatever. Um, so seeing people out there supporting. I, I had I had the phone forwarded to, to the shop phone to my cell phone. So if somebody really needed something, I, did, I was there teaching upstairs. Just the store was closed. Mm-hmm. So I could meet them downstairs if they really needed something. Cool. Um, so, but, but, but um, now, yes, also, we sold quite a bit of just instruments and things. People just wanting, not so much on the lesson side. I think just like, kind of curious, maybe doing it on their own for a little bit. Okay. So that picked up. But the lesson, it, it, it was kind of just consistent. We lost some. We gained some. Sure. Wasn't no huge thing. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I've heard of some you, you know, you saw the trends of people wanting to make bread during COVID, or <laughs> yeah, we cooked uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, and and I started making beer, so oh cool. Um, it uh, I was talking to some realtors the other day, and you know the the demand for what type of house some people are looking for um, kind of changed a little bit as well too, as far as people want to have home offices or a home gym or a yeah, pool, or, yeah. yeah, just something a little more closer to home. So it was just, um, I guess. You know, in the in the you know tragedy of things, it was neat to kind of see what was birthed from you know from the ashes, and mm-hmm. I think some surrounding counties are starting to get back to normal. So hopefully, we'll see some things clear up a little bit. Yeah, we um that's the other thing. Usually with my 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 band, so Jay Mason Zebro, um, and I play with a couple other artists too. Sometimes Andy Mead and Leslie Dysinger. Hmm. They both played this weekend at the uh, St. Patty's Day Fest. Um, anyway. Not a whole lot going on in Nashville since last year, of course. Mm-hmm. Very strict in Nashville, Davidson County, right? So um, we've been playing more around here, doing a lot more acoustic stuff, not so much full band stuff, playing a lot at events on Main, House of Brews, mainly on Main Street. I mean, that Main Street's where it's at for me right now. <laughs> I, I tell you, if there was a grocery store on Main Street, That'd we'd be, be set. Yep. We were talking about that earlier, but I love Main Street. Everything now, Bordable 615 just moved in next to me mm-hmm. this past year. Elizabeth's awesome. She's a good neighbor to have. Oh, man. Have you yeah. spoke with her yet? Oh, yeah. Um, no, no, I have not had her on the podcast, oh, but she's on the list for sure. That'll yeah. be an interesting one. I'm excited too. for that one. She's <laughs> colorful, but I love it. I love it. Her store, it's it's so fun yeah. to go in there. But yeah, she is a fantastic neighbor. But anyway, just I love the whole Main Street. So we play a lot. You know, Furnace Brewing, we play there. Just played there not a while, while back. So a lot of cool stuff going on there. But anyway, we're playing for the first time this Saturday. Um so we play a lot West Nashville, kind of where, not the tourist side, just more Bellevue where, Kroger area. Yeah, where they, yeah. yeah, the Bellevue area, Nashville West area. Uh, our main places we play is like Alley Pub mm. in Bellevue. We love that little place. We're playing there Saturday, first time full band since last January. And you're the first one out of the gate. I, no, I think okay. last week they had Sam McCurry in the mix. They're a real cool folk okay. band. They played their St. Patty's Day, and then somebody probably played on Saturday. So, okay. but it's our first full band back cool. there. We have done some acoustic stuff, but we had to be done by 10. Hmm. Crazy stuff. We're like, if you're in there, you get up from your table, mask on. Hmm. If we're not on the stage, mask on. Oh, man. Uh, but then you get on the stage and mask off. Mask off, yeah. <laughs> Two feet later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they were very, no, they, but they were very straight. Like, they limited the table numbers. I mean, they followed the rules for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it was strange. Yeah. Because um, we didn't play a whole lot in Nashville. But there... Brewhouse West is one of our favorite. Cool, food that's there. a great spot. The outdoor part when we mm-hmm. get to play outside is fantastic. Another one of our favorites, uh, Live Oak on Demumbrian. It's just right up oh, from cool. Tin Roof. We used to play Tin Roof quite a bit, but Live Oak. Uh, a couple people from Charlotte. They moved here from Illinois. They bought it, and they're great people. 
So some people um, from Charlotte, Tennessee own Live Oak. They own Live Oak. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, them and they have a partner. They all moved from Chicago. Okay. To, to get out of the craziness of Chicago. And, and found Dixon. And yeah, they found, found a place in Charlotte. Okay. Um, is where they live. But yes, they run the they own and run the Live Oak, and uh, that's a really cool place. Good people, and I'm looking forward to that getting opening back up, getting to play there again. Their sound system there is they got their own sound lights, wow. sound guy, uh, drum set. So we just come. I just bring. I literally, you know, me being the music guy, we play somewhere. I have to bring the entire PA, right. everything. It's fine. I've always. It's just always been that way. Right. So I'm just used to it. But um, when we go somewhere like that, I'm like, I'm not bringing the trailer. Yeah. Throw your guitar in the back of the truck, and we just get up on stage and play plug and play. And leave. Cool. It's the best. Yeah. So. Uh, it's yeah. a lot less work, man. Yeah. I Shout can... out to Dave and Maggie. They're the ones that own it. And they uh, <laughs> they take care of us when we're up there. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Good. But yeah, we've still been playing quite a bit in Dixon, just mainly on Main Street. We've played down at, for the first time ever down here at Big Boys, the cigar shop. We mm. did a little acoustic thing down there a few weeks ago. It went really well. So just, it's been fun playing all around where my shop is. Yeah, you know, just, and easy, easy, close jobs. And again, you know, big shout out to, um, you know, this is B2B kind of support, you know. Yeah. it's it's uh, We all are kind of looking out for each other and, t- you know, just sharing the word about different businesses it's it's great downtown that everybody that's involved is just really good people yeah you know and how do you what are your thoughts on um there's just been a lot of whisper and i know seth o is doing a bunch of stuff as well too and yeah we're neighbors yeah we both live right there downtown cool and i've i worked with him on this first one okay he did in the parking lot we both (laughs) live at (laughs) uh the board uh, the art walk in october okay we did that one i ran sound for that and of course, the art walk that we just had at St. Patty's Day—that was the most people I've seen. It was unbelievable. It was awesome. <laughs> I he loved said there it. There's like two, three thousand people throughout the day, maybe uh-huh. or something. But I was like, it was just good to see people out and all the art and everything. And then we had great music and food. And and my buddy owns Ott's Barbecue in oh, Burns. Oh, yeah, Wes. Um, yeah, you know mm-hmm. Wes. Oh yeah, that'd be another good guy. Yeah, he's yep. got a great story, just his life in general. And cool. They started their business last year mm-hmm. out there in Burns. And, yeah, uh, they're over there at the old ballpark, the old yes, concession it was stand the over there. Yeah, the old T-ball park. It's a small park. And yeah, yep. concession stand. And they're doing great right now. I've, I've had to help out a few times working, uh, you know, bring back the old memories of working at Sonic, preparing <laughs> food, because his thing is like, I've, oh, I was your roadie for all these years. I'd help you carry in your stuff when you played at the bowling alley yeah. or something. He's like, all right, I need to come in today and help me break out, <laughs> break down some butts and, and make barbecue sandwiches, which actually that doing that was pro- the most fun I've ever had working. And I didn't make a dime because sure. I'm just helping him out like he's helped me out. But um, they're really good people too. But they were they were down there. They I think that day they had their restaurant and there and sold out of all uh, their food. Yeah, I mean, because I was late getting in line. I, uh, I'd kind of eaten a little before and yeah. neither my daughter and I were hungry. I went down there and he had... Uh, run out of barbecue, and he, yeah. I was like, "Dude, that's awesome!" Yeah, he was like, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "He was trying to get." I some, don't care. All they had left was brisket. The other place, yeah. he was trying to get it there so he could sell. Well, the rest I of ended brisket. up getting a little brisket, and oh, uh, God, it was so good. Oh yeah, I'm so excited for him. They because it's such a new business, and they took a big risk too. And that's, I mean, he was the best man in my wedding. And no way. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're real close, and his wife was, you know, maid of honor. So cool. Um, so we've been real close with them. So it's it's cool to see them, and that's you know, but that that's out in Burns. They're doing mm-hmm. something because they kind of got. I'm, I'm glad they started there because there's a lot of competition around here. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing I didn't have when I started my business. It's yeah. like, okay, there's a Mary's. There's no longer Mary's. There's nowhere else for me to go, so I'm going to start my own thing. So I can only imagine trying to start a food thing, especially in Dixon in a prime spot. It's going to be tough. So he's kind of honing his craft out there because I think he started with barbecue sauce and then mm-hmm. moved it into food. But, yeah, anyway, 
getting off on a tangent on that, but he's doing really, really well. Yeah, and I think the direction that Burns is going just in general, I mean, to, to plant your roots there and to just be in proximity of what's going to be an explosive growth here over the next couple oh, years. Oh, man, I, I can't mean, imagine what, to see. I've, I've, I've heard some things um, yeah. uh, from landing out there, just mm-hmm. with the potential of what's, what's going to happen out there. And, and you can tell just the amount of people that are living around there, yep. they're moving there. And they're clearing a bunch of land, too, you know, on the that big spot they just cleared. And then next to Sammy Spann's place, they've got that kind of graded out and cleaned up. And then yeah. on down, kind of on the outside of the city limits area, they're starting to push some dirt around over there. So it's some... I've always thought Burns was going to be a real special place. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, it's one of those, it, to me, it's like, yeah, there should always be more stuff here. you got a lot of people, and then, of course, they got the new school, and it's that much closer to Nashville, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep. So it's nice to see some things that are happening. Absolutely, uh, and I, I think that's going to continue. I mean, you can see it in Charlotte as well, too. Oh, absolutely. White Bluff and, you know, Brian Hill over there, owner of Pappy's Pizza, is doing some really neat things. We've, and we've played over there. Have he, you? He took some mandolin lessons with me did when we were he? on college. Okay. Oh, yeah, Pappy. He's a, he's a wild dude. <laughs> he, yeah, I love, I love him. him, man. He's great. We played we played in Pappy's a couple times. We're, our band, it's mainly, we do a little bit of everything, but mainly it's we play for adults, you know, yep. 21 and up, yep. so... But so we did a few gigs there so we could have some of the students come out and my kids come watch. And we did that a couple times. It was fun. Just something different. Did you play on the porch or kind of in the back of the inside? It was inside in the back part? room. I know he's okay. redesigned since yep. then. It's been a couple well, years. Well, he brought in... Um, Maybe three years. He brought in Sweet Tea's ice cream. So that's what that is. Yeah, okay. that kind of built that space out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he did kind of condense his spot a yeah, little bit. Yeah, a lot going on White Bluff, too. I mean, yeah. with the salt and pepper mm-hmm. and grill. And then uh, I think, what, the, the Tater Shack? Second Tater location. Shack moved out there. Yep. Brian started a, uh, a survival store. Back yeah, there, the so he's got side. ammo and all kinds of survival stuff out there that's really neat. Um, and then uh, there's a Korean barbecue and Oriental Market going in down the road from there. Really? There's like an old antique shop yeah. uh, kind of just right there as you get outside of White Bluff and uh, proper. And Brian told me that, and I forgot. Somebody else on the podcast told me that. I forgot who it was, but um, I confirmed it with Brian a couple weeks ago, so that should be a really interesting That's thing cool. there. I don't know. That's something different. Yeah, exactly. I something different. It's another draw. So um, so what are your thoughts on um, Dixon being a... And I've had this dream. I love live music, and, and uh, the COVID really you know, was a dagger to the heart for that, you know, for the whole hospitality industry just in general, and... Um, yeah, especially with somebody like Seth too. I sure. Mean, yeah. What you he know, does. I mean, you, that's, that's why he was involved. Bread and in. butter, right there. So yep. he's he's trying to expand on that a little bit. Yeah. Some upcoming events. And I'm real excited. I had a phone call with him yesterday, actually, just to chat on some things. And um, I didn't. I never knew him until um, Jonathan Booker mentioned his name to me, and so yeah. I reached out to him. He's going to be on the podcast at um, kind of when he slows down a little bit, but we've. Had yeah. that conversation and absolutely that'd be a great conversation. He's 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 a good dude. Yeah, he's doing some cool stuff. And I'd be part of it with him, you know, helping him out. Well, and I think he'll probably need all the help he can get. You know, not that he's uh, obviously he's really good at what he does, but oh, he's you know, resourceful his, for sure. Like, his yeah. dreams for what you know he wants to put on are 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 pretty hefty, and um, yeah, I, I think that's a fantastic thing. So to the point is the very first podcast I had, Corey Albert was on here, the chamber president yep. and he had, you know, I'd, I'd post to him, you know, what are some things Dixon are looking at, at doing to maybe put them on the map? And he had mentioned something about a music festival mm-hmm. potentially 
mm-hmm. there. So, and I see Dixon, um, in my mind, really being a good spot for that because there's plenty of land, but also just the music scene in general. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many people that live here that are musicians mm-hmm. that you know, uh, that that travel, they travel and go play on Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Andy Mead's one that around he he lives out here. But uh, yeah, I think there's plenty of potential. There's a lot of artists, you know. Me having my shop here, there's all the resources that I can help with that. But yeah, I've talked to Seth myself about some the some festival ideas, and it's it's exciting. Yeah. Especially seeing what happened with you know St. Patty's Day and um, where they expanded with the art side of things. So yeah, there's some big plans that we've been chatting about and, and with the DDA, DDA downtown, we've been talking. How does, how does that look? Yeah, because uh, I, I I would love to see it shut down from like um, Wyckoff Park, you know, all the way to the end of South Main. And and what what are, how does Dixon, you know? And then of course you want to bring into the conversation, you know, can you walk around with drinks, you know, back and forth? And yeah, there's see, just and a lot of things that would bring the whole picture together, but it's probably got to be taken step by step. So what's you know what's the you know uh, the downtown association as well as obviously the city and county of Dixie. You know, do you know what their thoughts are on some things like yeah, that? Yeah, we're just kind of getting into the beginning conversations about that. We had a meeting beginning of the month with Seth discussing the possible thing in the future that's that he's planning, and uh, don't want to give too much out. Right, I'm not supposed to yet, but I think the way it looks is kind of like an old timers day thing where you're shutting down multiple streets. Yeah, um, all the way from where my shop is, you know where. Hodges, mm-hmm. all the way down South Main, and the, the streets in between. Uh, but I'm not sure how that, all that would work with permits and all that, because I know if you, when you're doing like St. Patty's thing, they have the ropes out. You can't leave this area, so I don't know how that would work. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm sure there's discussions that would have to be had with that. I have no idea how that would work, but I know that some of the ideas, and they're wanting to go with a little bit, you know, of course, with Seth doing what he did previously, he's got access to getting the bigger stage and the mm-hmm. sound equipment like that to put on even a smaller festival type thing because it takes quite a bit oh, yeah. to do that. Uh, a lot of resources. So, But um, they're just getting talking into it, and I just joined the DDA. That was the first meeting I went to, so it was kind of a lot. Um, but there's a lot of plans. looks like it's gonna, they'll be going through for sure. They're going to have the event. It's just the extent of how they're going to do everything. Um, but... It's yeah, it's very exciting, but I don't know a whole lot of details yet. But they're they're welcoming to the idea at yeah, least. That's absolutely. so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some neat stuff coming up about um, next Christmas and the plans that they have to kind of expand on what is already kind of going on. So there's going to be some cool changes coming to that where it's going to be expanded a little bit and um, pretty pretty neat stuff that I'm sure they'll announce. But it's nothing. They just kind of got to talk about. Yes, we we had a discussion about the festival thing, um, and I'm sure you know it. Details will be coming pretty soon because the date in mind they have is coming up. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be, I'd say it's going to be like old timers esque on the scale okay. of things. But if it's promoted correctly, you could definitely be drawing in people from yeah. all around. Yeah. So the potential there, especially you get the first one right, mm-hmm. and the next one even better. You know, you got to work it all out. Oh, yeah. So I think that's why he's doing these art shows, kind of getting the feel out there. But yeah. Definitely, uh, DDA is definitely open. We've started talking and and excited about that because I mean it's not you're bringing in people from out of town, but you're Mm -hmm. also you know bringing in people that are your everyday shoppers anyway and giving them something fun and exciting to do. And you're promoting all these local shops to do stuff. Um, So I think the plan is possibly just have vendors almost everywhere, up and down 
the entire Main Street and the sides. I mean, it'd be quite the big deal is what they're shooting for. So. Eyes on Dixon, too. You know, any anything that we can do to really draw that attention to this town, I think it's 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 going to be just all the better for Dixon just in general as yeah. far as... Well, Dixon's growing, so why not grow mm-hmm. with it? Exactly. You know, and, and I'm excited because, of course, my side of things being with the music, you know, that there might be an opportunity where, say, you get a festival thing, you're going to have all day, you're going to promote local artists and different things as far as performers. Heck, maybe get a group of my students to get up and perform a set mm-hmm. 30 minutes, you know? Because that was the other thing that COVID hurt. Every year we always did a summer kind of festival just for the shop. I would rent out like downtown, like Holland Park. Mm-hmm. We'd put on a show. So, get you know, with students, we were two, three months getting ready for that, putting them in bands and, and groups to oh, give a performance. Cool. And we did it Christmas too. We've done it at the high school. Uh, this would have been our third year where we do a huge performance with like a hundred kids and mixed out and we have this whole thing and neither one of those got to happen last year. Oh, and I've yeah. every year I've had like a anniversary for my shop and I make these huge flyers that, that I print out like a huge banner I print off in my shop. You go in my shop, you see every year until seven. No there's no way. seven. Oh, yeah. I printed off a it was like just to keep in with tradition, I did printed something off. It was just more a promotional thing. But every year, one, two, three, four, five, six. Didn't get to do seven. So I'm hoping this year We'll get to do the eighth one, but yeah, getting them involved with that, or you know, That's it's so just, special. Yeah, yeah, it gives them an opportunity. And I was talking to Joey Holly yesterday, and oh yeah, he was talking about uh, Cougar Cougar Nation, which I, th- I think I think that's what it was called. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Cougar Nation, and it was like an uh, an audio visual. Um, I don't even know if it was really a class. It's more yeah. of just like a group that has come together and has given them an opportunity with sound and, and yeah, video actually, and stuff too. They hired a teacher that came in. It's I am terrible with names. I meet so many people on a daily basis. It's tough. I remember faces, but at the high school they hired her and her first was year. Kristen I, England. I don't know if so. she was a teacher, but I know she had something big to well, do. Well, it yeah. was yeah, because they were giving audio video classes. Okay, and I can, and I helped them. The, um, with the sound side of things where we got it, where they were ch- doing like a TV thing in, in the front office there and then trying to get the audio and video working for the basketball games. Mm-hmm. And they bought some equipment for me and I went out there and helped them get that going. I think that's been a couple of years. Cool. Um, so yeah, I seen where they were giving class. I wish, man, I wish that was there when I was in school. Oh, I know. Because I'd be all about the, the audio side. Yeah. It would have been all about it. But, but you know, it wasn't a thing yet. So and 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 that's kind of how you know, like you said, grow with it, you know. And I was really praising Joey yesterday as far as embracing it, yeah. Yeah, and and giving these kids who, in the day of technology and social media and um, you know, different platforms to to present yourself or your product or yeah. whatever it may be. You know, this isn't just your your math and sciences and arts and whatever. Well, they could it, walk out the door after that class mm-hmm. of a year. And go start a YouTube channel and know how to edit their own videos or a podcast. And make six, seven figures. They you could. Know, they could. You and gave them the potential yep. to learn. You know, maybe they had a slight interest and that that did it for them. Yep. You know, you don't know. Because if I was started playing guitar in Illinois, there would have been nothing. It would have been just like, oh, that was fun for a little mm-hmm. bit. I played a couple cool ACDC songs, but no one, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Sure. That have been pre-YouTube even. Oh, you know, yeah. That would have been early 2000s, maybe late 90s. But perfect timing. Moved here. Got the lessons. I think YouTube kicked off mm-hmm. around 2003, four, Yeah, I think it was 2004. Yeah. Yeah. So like it was the potential. I could get online and look up, you know, 
how to play certain songs mm-hmm. or I can find the music for it or the video. So anyway, so you're doing the same thing for them, embracing yeah. the technology, which is and, great. And 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 you're right. I think that it 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 may take that little nudge because the the most you know I'm pretty comfortable in front of people, but the most nerve wracking thing about um, starting the podcast was the equipment and the software and the editing and the uploading and the management of kind of the technological side of it. You I had to learn how that works. I had no clue. Yeah. Converting files to different formats and, and uploading. And I'll wait till you get to the video. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> but uh, it, it'll be good. It'll yeah, be good. And, and, and I've enjoyed every step of it. And you're right, YouTube helps out quite a bit. Sure. Um, I leaned on um, a guy here in town um, who's got a really professional podcast um, he's, he's got an office over at Mulberry Mill, but I leaned over to him, on to him about, you know, here's where I want to be, you know, give, you know, imagine there's no budget, you know, here's what I want. And then we'll kind of shape it from there. And so right. yeah, leaning on people and doing things like you, I mean, uh, what I think is so great about what you're doing is, uh, bringing in the youth, man. I mean, just like the, the cameras and stuff, that's huge, you know, and I, and, and I think a lot of Dixon is really participating in that is, um, yeah. these youth activities or I know that's kind of been a, a little bit of a, an ordeal kind of in the development. Like there was always just this kind of gap for, um, youth involvement or after school activities or alternative situations to kind of put themselves in instead of doing drugs or going out and partying too hard, you know, it gives them an opportunity to, to kind of participate and, and keep their attention yeah. focused on something, Absolutely. you know, productive for sure. So, yeah. um, no, and I, I like the kind of the direction everything is going. So uh, back, kind of back to your business a little bit. Um, I'd like to maybe get a feel for um, kind of a couple little things that, you know, a, a, you moved around, uh, what, three or four times, it seemed like, from Mary's it, to... Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, from Mary's to the first shot. So it was about four moves. And that, that was the toughest thing because every move meant spending more money. Because, oh, more space, rent's higher, but I can carry more stuff. Sure. So it was like every move, it was like restarting all over again. Mm. So mainly my income was just trying to keep my lessons going. That pays my bills. The shop, can, if it can just keep paying for itself, mm-hmm. you know. And now I think we're finally grown enough, and we're getting enough just everyday traffic, people coming in just because, no other reason. They would have never done that anywhere yeah. else because 70, they're driving. Yep. They're fast. Yep. In college, they're not looking. They're trying to watch, watch for people, mm-hmm. you know, and kids, and just slow through there. But yeah, the the growth now it's like okay, I think we're on to something now with the, the record store. If I keep getting more records, I don't have to open a record store. Really? I, I mean, it's it takes up so much space. Mm-hmm. And even though I've got a great big place and I love where I'm at, and that's I mean, I don't see any reason to go anywhere else right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. But go ahead. What were you yeah, well, uh, as far as kind of maybe um, a couple times uh, where. You know, some things may have happened or some some struggles you kind of went through. I want to, I really like to highlight, especially with business owners, you know, anybody out there looking to kind of do their own thing, you know, to realize that, you know, you're not the only one on this island of, yeah. of some struggles or whatever it may be. And then, um, you know, maybe throw in a couple successes, you know, after that, that really kind of helped you out, I guess, maybe adjust the market. Yeah. I mean, the initial one that I think of is just taking the initial leap mm-hmm. to get started. Man, that's scary because you don't know. I mean, I still get, it's funny, you get people walk in like, I didn't know Dixon had a music store since Mary's. I'm like, man, it's almost been eight years. But if you're not looking for it, sure. you know, that's not everybody. Sure. But just getting your name out there, I mean, it was, it, it took a while for people to even realize 
where you're at. How'd you um, go about, I mean, were you social media or yeah, networking? So, or? Yeah, luckily, you know, you had all that kind of, you know, when Mary's was leaving, just kind of giving everybody the heads up, hey, be on the lookout. Even when she closed, I was, st- I was still teaching in the basement when she closed, um, still trying to find somewhere to rent that was affordable enough. Fu- funny enough, the first place I moved into was where Dutch's tattoo shop is now. Okay. Um, the second one, and it, and it's broke up real weird. It's like two small rooms instead of just one big one. And me and another guy split it for the first hmm. few months. H&R Block was next door. And that was just, so we, it was very cheap. So it was like, well, we'll just see what happens. And it was going okay. H&R Block moved out, and I was like, well, let me jump over here. So actually, that was my first move. Okay. So technically, it's been four moves. But um, yeah, the scary part, just getting it going and trying to get the funding. Because if you're self-employed, it's just tough. You don't have the history or you don't have like the... You know, the income is just basically what you've made yourself. You don't have the, your, uh, what is it, your W-2s and all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. to provide. They, they want a lot more information what you're going to do. And I and I spent a long time on a business plan. Mm-hmm. That took, I spent quite a while building that business plan, trying, you know, to prove to the lenders the potential. Of did the you just go to call some other music stores? Or, I mean, how did you go about building that? Well, just just speaking with Mary. I mean, oh. she had 38 years. Sure, that's yeah. true. So just kind of getting her idea and projections on certain things and what I already kind of knew anyway, mm-hmm. and just the potential on lessons as well. Um, <clears throat> but that first year seems like forever ago. I mean, it was just kind of scary because there'd be days where we didn't sell one guitar pick. Mm. You know, it's just like, well, that was a zero day, and I had to you know pay so and so to work this long mm-hmm. um, while I had to teach. But I still had my lessons, but. It was just kind of, it balanced itself. We have a good week and then we have a bad week. But it was, as long as it could pay for itself and that made it justify, I could keep my lessons going. Because mm-hmm. I didn't lose my students from moving out of Mary's. I got to keep them, you know. Um, so just trying to keep that on track. But yeah, that, that was, it was just super stressful. And then, you know, you know, just trying to keep inventory and, yeah. and buying that stuff. And then every time we moved, it's just like doing it again. Even when we moved downtown, it's like, okay. Here we are. The rent is, you know, quite a bit more than in my first place, but I am getting quite a bit more customers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's even trade. So I'm trying to think of anything that just stood out though as a big anything. Oh, I mean, one one of the scary moments we had was down there when they had the fire. Oh uh, um, yeah, that was yeah. two years ago. Oh man, that was right next to you. Yeah, that was literally yeah. my neighbor. That's uh-huh. where Abordable is now. Um, any damage to your building yeah so we just moved in there mm-hmm. they just fixed up the eight we had some tr- troubles with the ac unit in our shop in middle of summer i think it was like june or july two years ago uh, i know it was summertime it was hot and our and up, i'm upstairs so it's even hotter than what it is downstairs that's you know it's pretty cool downstairs but upstairs pretty hot and had some issue with the heat and air they finally got it fixed that was the day before so the so the fans are kicking on they're blowing in well that that next morning catches on fire the flames are on Craig's side, right? But the smoke is billowing into my side, and then that new AC unit is just pulling oh, it in. So man. my brother's working downstairs. <laughs> but yeah, my brother's working downstairs. He calls me and said, "There's like policemen and firefighters telling me to stay in the shop, like running around." And he's like, "I think there's smoke coming out of uh, next door," and then and then he's seen it coming through the ceiling because the units upstairs were pulling it in oh my God. and pouring it. Yeah. Just pumping it right into pumping the store. Pumping it into the store. 
So he and he's like, I said I was at home. It was, he just opened, so he runs and looks at the staircase that goes upstairs, and you can't see upstairs. Oh my god! It's just it's smoke. <laughs> yeah. It's just straight up smoke. And I'm like, and then we don't we don't know. I, it could be fire. Yeah. It could be on fire. Yeah. I'm like, don't even go up there. Get out. Just yeah. get out of the building. My worst thought, you know, gas lines. Everybody's got mm-hmm. gas down there. Just luckily, it happened when they were open, and the fire department got there quick. But it was scary, man. That was like, okay, that and and you know, really thinking about it, you know, we got into thinking about how much potential of loss was there. And I, you know, every time you move, we up our insurance yeah. a little more and more. It would not have been enough. I'll just say that yeah. if it would have burnt, it would not have been enough to cover what was in there. So that was my opening. It's like, okay, I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta go and check increase this out, yeah. that uh, <laughs> business uh, uh, insurance. But no, that that was man, that was terrifying because like this could be over. Yeah. Yeah. And luck, luckily, I couldn't teach upstairs because that's where the most damage was. But you walk in my shop, it just everybody was like, it smells like campfire in here. <laughs> like everything stunk. It took forever. So did you have to close down at all? We had to close down. Okay. For like a good solid week for them to run run air scrubbers, mm-hmm. come in and clean everything. I mean, they did did a good job. Uh, Dixon Restoration. Yeah. Uh, Chad Lestavka. Yeah, they yeah. came and did some work. There was another company on Nashville. Um. Of course, it wasn't my building, so it wasn't my insurance taking care of it. But anyway, um, anyway, they came in there and cleaned all that. But my upstairs, just everything had just soot all over. <sighs> but I mean, we were very lucky. No Misha real damage, though. Door, I mean, it was gone. They had to gut it. Yeah. Um, and she never came. Obviously, it didn't yeah, come she, back. I think she fixed them up, and now she's renting those two out. Okay. Um, now, Brooke did. She, yeah. She started her own. At home on at Maine. Home. Yeah. Um, but man, that was some scary stuff. Uh, so getting through that, luckily I taught. I think I taught Dan and Sharon down there at Events on Main. There's like a little bridal area in the back of Events on Main. I taught in there for like two months. Oh yeah. While they were cleaning that up, because oh yeah, that little room on the left they there. They redo the AC units after oh, they just fixed them. They had God. to get some replaced or cleaned. It was nuts. So that wow. was that was pretty completely scary. unexpected too. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, out of nowhere. But luckily, like I said, luckily it didn't happen in the middle of the night. But you know, happened you know when they were open. So did that they ever was crazy. determine what it was? I mean, from what I know, from what I heard, they had a time clock, like a punch in. Mm. Um, they just installed a newer one. I guess something to do with the battery in it and then the old wiring of the building. Uh, aluminum wiring, maybe, yeah. and that lithium battery on the inside mm-hmm. did not oh boy. go yeah. together. I don't I think that's what... I'm, sure. Don't hold me to it. I, <laughs> I, that, but from what I could tell, that, that they've seen it. And they had it working for a few days, maybe, I think. And then... You, they said you could just see that wiring light up uh, in the wall. Whoosh. Yeah. And then, yeah. That would have been wild. Yeah. So uh, and that's then smoke's my pouring I in your, wrong, yeah, that's sure. what I think I've heard happened. But just, yeah, wild stuff. Yeah. Wild stuff. But that was scary. But, I mean, as far as the success side, I mean, the way we've been embraced on Main Street um, with the other businesses, you know, working together and doing different stuff, but just the amount of people coming in and and, you know, you know, they're getting the stimulus money that's coming out and giving it, giving love to everybody, you know, yep. spending it yep. for the purpose that it's meant for. But, um, I mean, when we first moved downtown, that felt like a great bit. It took five years to get that point when we moved on Main Street, I should say. Did we, you always kind of picture yourself there? Or? It, I would, yeah, like that would be ideal. Yep. Anytime I've ever seen anything, it doesn't matter what direction of Main Street, it's like, oh, that would be cool because then you're talking about people that are, and you're talking about, Three years ago, we're talking Xander's just got going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, 
the ginger hibachi just kind of got mm-hmm. got going. The little bit of everything, all that kind of happened at the, I won't say the exact same time, but Pretty I'd say within though. a year yeah. probably. So I was like, so when it happened, and I never, I looked at that before I moved to College Street. I, Dan showed it to me before I moved to college. And I was like, man, I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford that or whatever. I'm not, you know, it was just such a big jump from A to B before mm-hmm. we got the Main Street C, you know, but. Um, seeing the potential of all the people just starting to hang out and how they've really redone Main Street. So making that jump over there, that felt like, okay, I can afford this now. That was a huge success. Just being able to like, okay, well, I think we can make it. But it's still scary too. I mean, Absolutely. costs are up and I'm buying more stuff. And, you know, it's just amazing because the amount of stuff from one shop to, to the next and you're like, okay, I can see everything now. <laughs> it's just absorbing more stuff. But yeah, and then, you know, when COVID happened, being closed for a month, I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. what's, what's the future going to look like? And, um, but I tell you, ever since Christmas, things have been really good. We've just, Christmas is always good for us anyway, but like most retail, but it's been very, very consistent since then. Um, usually you have some dips, but man, it's, people have been really out there supporting local business. It's been fantastic. So right now we're in the middle of what I would say a great success. Just things are happening. Yeah. Business. But I know there are other ones struggling, you yeah. know, but I think, I think on the most part, for retail and things around here, most people are doing well. Yeah, I, I are think. you... I uh, see a lot of people out. Are you... Um, do you have any... I know you're here now and obviously been a couple of places. What? Um, maybe not what's next, but do you have any kind of uh, additional kind of entrepreneurial ideas you're going to take on with the store or growth? Or do you... I mean, do you have a... Or are you just going to kind of keep going the way it's going and just see what happens? Yeah, I like where we're at. Cool. Um of course. I mean, you can always think like, oh, it'd be cool to have, to own. So I think it would be very, it'd be awesome to own my own actual shop, the yep. actual building itself. Especially right there. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if it was right there, that would be amazing. I mean, space-wise, we're good. I like the amount of space we have. Of course, more would be better, but it costs quite a bit more for that, especially right now. So sure. I don't see any reason to go anywhere else at the moment. Just keep doing what we're doing. If the record stuff keeps going the way it's going, we might just have to restructure how the store is set up and make take a vet, better advantage of our back storage room to facilitate those needs. Um, but yeah, I mean... So maybe, you're selling a lot of those, it sounds like. It's nuts. I mean, <laughs> everything. Awesome. It's People coming in, it's nuts. And people are just decoration. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, this old beat up. Yeah, you know, oh, that makes sense. Or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they're not even playing them. I mean... We price them the way they are. There's no sure. returns. It's like you look at it, you like it, because <laughs> you take it home. I don't know what you're gonna do with it. Sure, you know, scratch wise and all that. It's a little different, but as is. But yeah, so maybe if it keeps going that direction, and I find me a nice little mm-hmm. shop somewhere else, I might expand into that. But the space we have for lessons and retail, I'm super happy. I something I have to come available very special, but I don't think that's gonna happen right now with the market. Yeah, I mean everything is way up there. So. I think we just kind of stick with our plan, and I like where we're at. Because if I did move, even if it was somewhere I owned my building, like Mary, she had her own building, but besides chapels, you know, it's kind of tough. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot going on unless you're going there. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have purpose. There's not that downtown. People yeah. just getting out. It's a nice day. Let's walk around. Oh, that's Pop a cool looking here. guitar. Let me go in there. I got someone come in before, and our highest dollar mandolin I had in there. I always wanted to play mandolin. I'll take it. Uh- sweet it's just like that would have never happened anyway sure so um 
so just things are things are rolling the right the right way we're think and um, but i've got you know but i also have the band i have another band that hasn't been announced yet right now that cool. i'm working on uh that's exciting that's completely different um um kind of more of an event band that would a lot more members and just a bigger oh, thing that's going to be coming cool. out soon we're shooting for july got some neat stuff going on with that but then local neat, people or it's all local guys cool doing a um i haven't said anything to anybody except for close people but more of like a there used to be a band called syndicate of soul around here that would play i've heard a lot about them yeah. um it's in that vein okay dance, funk r&b groove, it's just soul. a good time just you want to dance the whole night <laughs> but I, so i'm kind of working on that right now it's kind of exciting so i'm putting some free time into that um but then you know this, the store-wise, I think we're just going to keep rocking and rolling. Downtown cool. is going great, so there's no reason to change things unless... It is something that opportunity would have to be too great not to do it, but I think we're good where yeah. we're at right now. But uh, And then my other band, you know, we're doing great. We play, we're playing Nashville quite a bit. We're, we're doing a lot of traveling. We just bought a camper because we're going to go... Uh, we're going down to Panama City in uh, the end of June good and play a whole week. No the band, way. The whole band's going down to play an entire week. And uh, we've got some of our, all of our families are coming. So instead of doing a condo this time, my parents and grandparents, they're going to bring their camper. So we're going, well, I got a camper myself. Because uh, usually we'd split a condo or something. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We're going to Illinois um, in April where I grew up. Because uh, I lived there until I was my sophomore year. So I still have a lot of friends there and family okay we're going over there to play a weekend coming up in april how'd you so how'd you hook up the panama city thing a buddy of mine that's from the area moved there years ago and he started his own little uh i think he started one little place it's called the salty hobo okay. it's just this little shack bar on the beach and things are things just went really well for me opening a, a restaurant then another another pub uh a second salty hobo and then i think like a an irish style pub um where they do like uh irish food and stuff like that cool yeah it's so he's got all these different places i'm like man can we just go bam 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 go down there and play all these places and just you know just kind of like a paid vacation absolutely yeah so yeah. we're going down we're giving that a try so we've got some exciting things with jay mays and zebra so that's going really good you know 11 years strong so we've been having fun with it and uh so well, you guys do a great up. job i've seen you you know you played my sister's wedding as well too oh, yeah. yeah that was a blast and um i've just seen you all over town and it's always a good time yeah we just man it's you know the other thing i'm talking about starting it's a very specific we're doing this mm -hmm. uh, but nobody's doing it so it's like but us we do a little bit of everything literally sure. like in our own way country rock blues soul rap right hip-hop whatever comedy we, we kind of yeah. yeah we kind of cover a little bit of everything yeah yeah so it's, it's it's a very fun band if you haven't heard our band before you get a chance at house of ruse or in nashville or big boys furnace brewing whatever yeah it's it's a good time we have a great time you look like you have a good time yeah uh, everybody seems like they're they get along well and they play well together mm -hmm. um cool well we got probably about two or three minutes i want to yeah. get just a short deal from from uh uh, from your vision as far as just Dixon in general. We talked about kind of what Seth's doing. We talked about what you want to do. We yeah. talked about some changes. Um, are there any? Is there anything in particular you could see, you know, besides the, the festivals and type stuff, um, maybe some kind of marquee places or some changes or 
Um, some things that maybe the really in particular the city of Dixon needs to talk about. Um, if you want to get into the county, you can. But that's kind of massive. But just kind of the growth that we're seeing from downtown. What, what's rolling around in your mind is what you know something that you could maybe pluck out and, and put in or change yeah. or anything like that. Um, well, I mean, there's. I mean, it's just growing everywhere, especially the amount of people moving here. Mm-hmm. I mean, real estate right now is just crazy. And the building market, yep. I mean, everything going on. But, I mean, I from what I hear, there's some things happening kind of Roxy side of town. Okay. There's some things for growth, some big businesses possibly coming yep. in. Uh, that's exciting. Um, just growth all around. You know, seeing a lot of new businesses pop up. We got the new coffee shop downtown. Yep. Um, I just no, I'm just excited for what just to see and uh, nothing in particular. I'm just kind of excited excited South Main mm-hmm. on Main Street getting a little bit of everything down there. Yep. That's going to add a lot more happening during the day for them because yep. of the lunch crowd and all that. So it's going to be exciting to see what could happen there. Um and then the other end of Main too, I think there's potential for some some growth on that end. Yep. I just like to see downtown that whole Main Street kind of just evolve and keep going yep i I really like it and it seems like it is it's just exciting to see what could happen on both ends of main street right now Uh, that's kind of where my focus is because that's that's obviously where where you're at so yeah um but that's just exciting to see because it is growing i just i'm excited to see how further that goes but from what i hear there's a little bit of growth everywhere but nothing in particular i could just pick out i'm just excited to see as a whole there's lots going on and i'm part of it it's fun to be part of. Right know? in the heart of it, yeah. And, yeah, and, being and, fun, the heart of the downtown part of it is just so exciting, though, because you're seeing, you walk into my store, you see me in there, or mm-hmm. Elizabeth in her store, or Dan and Sharon at theirs, mm-hmm. you know. You know who you're dealing with, and it's just neat to see the people, you know. Local people coming Local. in, and then some out-of-town people, too, man. There's Oh, man, and didn't get to talk about that on college the post office. Yeah. The talk there of what's going on. I'm not. I mean, I've heard some things. Yep. I'm not sure how you know that, and then the old first bank. Yep. How they just moved out of there. They moved over here to the library where you get your tags yep. done. Yep. So that building too. So that's two historical places. Has that one been bought? Is it still I don't on auction? Know about okay. That one, but I do know that I'm pretty sure the the old post office has. Yep. Been it, it has, and, and they're they're about to start um, breaking ground on within the next couple out. weeks. Yep. Uh, and you don't have to confirm or say, but I, from what I've heard, you know, somebody with maybe like a distillery thing. I'm um, not sure. Yeah, it's it's in that realm. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say, yeah, I can't maybe. say too much about it, but it will be. Um, That's very exciting. It'll be a really right neat hospitality spot. And the, that right there, because we have some great hospitality with the the brewing, Furnace Brewing, Dan mm-hmm, Sharon's, mm-hmm. House of Brews, House of Vines. I love the Italian and everything they're doing over there. It's awesome. Lugos. Yep. He's one of my neighbors too. I love that guy. Yep. He is awesome. I could t- just Victor's talk about a mess, Victor dude. is awesome. <laughs> everything he's doing is killer. But to have something that could just complement all that yep. in an area that is undeveloped. Yep. That well, you want to talk about an area I'm excited about that cool. right there to see what happens there. Um, and what I've been told, that's that's very exciting and brings it just brings people that direction. Yep. And then maybe south or north Maine a little more. And then Yep. So things happen like that. I just think other things happen. That's the place to be. It's happening. Just you know? keep planting things there and, and yeah. um of course Mulberry Lane, um yeah. it behind the old post office is is undergoing um some renovation and, and some yeah. remodel type stuff and 
Um, I know that they're marketing for some commercial businesses going in there. So, um, you know, I've always said that that area of Dixon's kind of the wild west, you know, it's the wild west of, of downtown at least. And, right. um, you know, you've got Red Cat Flats right across the street from it. So that's just, you know, going to bring that whole see, picture together. Because, I mean, Main Street from, you know, Hodges all the way down to down to the, the soap shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, all that's stayed pretty consistent the last few years. Yep. But just kind of seeing how that's starting to stretch out in other directions, yep. it's very exciting. So that's the most what I'm invested and excited to see happen. And the houses, too, are starting to get remodeled and flipped and going the for a high dollar. On, and Poplar, mm-hmm. the street we're on right now. Uh, it's a very interesting street out of all of Dixon. It's just so tight to get through there with all the cars. But, yeah. Two big houses just been like a four hundred twenty thousand dollars house or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome, everybody. That lives on Poplar. <laughs> yeah, that definitely. Shot, yeah, that shot everything up for sure. But uh, yeah, so the whole downtown is just that's what I'm the most excited about. I've heard rumblings about just other big chain things we might come in. That's a convenience thing. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's awesome. Other options, but I'm more invested just seeing the actual sole proprietors. Yep, partnerships. That's what I'm most excited to see so yeah we're gonna stick around and see what happens good it seems like that's the place to be right now so no reason for me to to move yet and the more that happens downtown the more foot traffic you get you know the more foot traffic everybody gets and um, morgan Morgan farms yep that's sold it's for rent right now okay that's the most prime spot of all of the street so and that came with the event center too right i think so so what the potential for that i mean cool somebody bought it but it's i guess to rent it um yeah so i mean put a paid a pretty penny for it too so hopefully that something yeah i it would have to be something pretty substantial yeah to justify the rent but um but you're not going to get any more eyes on you than that that spot right there i'm telling you so that's that's exciting it's right dead center of downtown i imagine within this year we'll we'll see if you know what happens you know who gets you know brave enough to start a new business and put it in there or move something into there who knows it's exciting it is it's really exciting the way dixon's going is extremely exciting and um you've planted your roots in a real good spot yeah, uh I so agree. i'd you know Thank you. i'd hold on tight to that and just let everything grow around you and, and you grow with it kind of thing so yeah absolutely cool well you got anything else you want to say that's it no this you want to plug better. some of your socials yeah, uh yeah we're on facebook and instagram and maybe Twitter. I'm not so good keeping up with all of them. I, I stay up. If you want to contact me, usually, Facebook's pretty good. Cool. But just Zach's Music Shop, Z-A-C-K-S uh, Music Shop. And uh, yeah, come by and see us. Check out our record selection. Um, we're all That's constantly updated every day. Probably 50 new records. Got, we're putting them out as we go. Wow. So cool. you came in last week. You might want to come back again because it's just it's changing. Cool. And then our instruments too. We keep that updated a lot. And um, so yeah, just come check out what we got. And yeah, interested in lessons, hit us up. Cool. Yeah. yeah, Zach's a good dude, doing a lot for the community and kids and the music scene here in Dixon, which I think is a must, you know, in the future. Is Live music brings everybody together, makes everybody happy, and I, I just think that's a um, our proximity to Nashville and, and, like you said, the local artists that are here and even big-time people that have property here or whatever Absolutely. it may be. Or, you know, I think that they would um, be more than happy to get involved with that project. So. Uh, so cool thank you guys for listening i appreciate it again once again just be sure to uh tell us your thoughts please i'd love to know what you guys have to say um uh reach out to us at uh, your vibes podcast on facebook and instagram and your vibes uh 
holler at Zach for some lessons or some guitar picks or guitars or uh, speakers, amps, records. You know, he's got it all down there right there on Main Street. And then um, you can enjoy the rest of your day just walking up and down, you know, the other shops. So uh, thanks again, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.